0: Knowing what to post on social media for your business, when to post, how often, it can all be so overwhelming. And then the social networks constantly change things up on us, right? Want that problem to go away? Join thousands of entrepreneurs who get my daily social media marketing tips direct to their inbox for free. Each day, you'll get stories, tips, ideas, and inspiration so you can do better social media marketing, all designed to drive revenue and profits in your business without it taking up all your valuable time. And of course, if they ever aren't valuable anymore, you can easily unsubscribe at the bottom of any email. Sign up now while you're thinking about it at dailysocialmediatips.com.
1: There's no wrong way to be an entrepreneur, and that's the dirty little secret the business gurus don't want you to know. They want you to do things their way, but their way may not be your way. The key to success is finding the strategies that work best for you. Welcome to the 6 Ways with Jerry Potter.
0: On today's show, we are sharing six ways to make videos faster using AI. Welcome to episode number five of the six ways. Every week, we bring on a smart, innovative guest that is thriving in their field of expertise to share their best tips with the rest of us so we can all achieve our entrepreneurial goals. Because I truly believe we all do better when we all do better. And so we might Mm -hmm. as well all be helping each other out as much as possible. Uh, My name is Jerry Potter. I'm a social media coach and speaker as well as a recovering perfectionist. Uh, after being born in Tokyo um, and going to a Japanese preschool, I've never been back. But I'm excited to share. I'm doing the show live from Osaka right now, where it is very early in the morning. My guest today is Diana Gladney, who I saw speak at Social Media Marketing This World, uh, Social Media Marketing World this year in San Diego. And Diana, tell us a little bit more about what you do.
1: So I help entrepreneurs uh, and content creators build video content. Entrepreneurs <laughs> simplify the video creation process. Uh, so you can re- reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. A lot of times you see a, stuff, a lot of stuff out there from videographers and photographers and all these other agraphers, uh, instead of somebody just helping you to make videos for your business. And that is what we do. So it's get, the tech can get out of the way so you can get in front of your audience.
0: Yeah, and Diana has a podcast called Video Simplified, the Video Simplified Podcast, which is a great name because a lot of times when you start talking about something, I'm like, okay, where's she going with this? And it's like, <laughs> oh, of course, it's gonna be simple at the end. Yeah, um, which is one of the reasons I'm so excited for this conversation today. So, so AI, artificial intelligence, um, is changing so fast. In fact, I was talking about uh, topics th- that you know could be talked about at next year's social media marketing world, which will be next uh, late winter. And mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing where it's like, I don't know that you can plan anything around AI now because so much is going to change. In fact, like five new AI tools have probably come out since we started the show like 12 Mm -hmm. seconds ago (laughs) at this point. And so um, how much though has AI just in the last six months impacted your video creation process?
1: I definitely definitely will say it it did a lot simply because when you think about what is AI and the ways that you're using it, some of the tools that you already use for business was implementing it before we knew. So like the big one for me uh, was Descript Uh, and Descript and like vidIQ were great. They were already doing this before the chat GPT craze came along. So those were huge. Well, now when you look at things that really help to speed up your workflow, now we're looking at integrating it in, in a lot of different areas where it makes sense. Like, so where do we need a human touch? And then where do we need the AI touch with some human assistance to really make stuff uh, happen? And to be honest with you, it's like getting uh, one or two more employees on top of what you already have, where you have people or not. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, that's, it's so well put. And I, I, it's interesting because most of the people that I talk to, like people in my social media leads lab program, they're either kind of like, all right, so is it going to do everything for me? Mm -hmm. Or they're like, I don't know, that sounds scary. I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to talk to the robots or whatever it might be. And so, and we're not in either of those places. Everybody should talk to the robots, uh, but it's not going to do everything for us quite yet, Mm -hmm. but we're going to get into uh, exactly how it can help us right now. So we're going to share six ways to make videos faster using AI. So Diana's going to share three. I'm going to share three. Also, our question of the week from Esther, she said, what is the minimum number of videos I need to make uh, for me to successfully market my business online? So we'll delve into that in uh, just a second as well. So um, what we do here on the show, Diana, is we do rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: I, okay, so, I'm a master at it. Let's go. Well, Notice. I'm terrible.
0: I always, I always, I always shoot off off screen for people that are watching the, the video podcast, and then it's like I'm not trying to cheat, so I'm going to try and hold it right in front of the camera here. So we'll do mm-hmm. one, two, three, shoot. Okay, here we okay. go. Okay, one, two, shoot, and then of course there's the slight lag.
1: Okay, right. paper beats rock. Okay.
0: All right, so I'll go first then. All right, so six ways uh, to make video faster using. I uh number one, this is something that I've started doing, and it's actually planning my content in a, in a way that makes it easier for AI to turn into other content, and mm. so you know, the, there are lots of ways that you can tweak your the way you plan your videos ahead of time, where you know AI can help in different ways, and we can talk about some of those. but the biggest thing is I've started making more content that's this whole show is actually built on this idea of making content that can be chopped up into more content. And so mm-hmm. this show is called The Six Ways, partially for the premise, which is there are lots of ways to be successful um, as an online entrepreneur. Don't let any guru tell you their way is the only way. There's, you know, So mm-hmm. that's part of it. But part of it is it's a listicle, to use the word that I think BuzzFeed originally made popular back in the day. It's yeah. six different pieces of content alone, at minimum, in each episode. And so there are these AI tools now. And I tell you, they are far from perfect, but it's pretty amazing. And I think they're going to get there. Like the one that I've been playing with is called video.ai and it's v-i-d-y-o.ai and it'll take a video and it will basically look for highlight moments and turn them into other content and so Mm -hmm. I've played with this a little bit and so if you do things in a way that's sort of uh, in a list format for example it's easier for those ai tools on the back end to then turn it into something else Right. And so that okay. has been one way that uh, I, I, and again, it's not perfect. It, it, video.ai has not turned out anything that I'm like, great, hit publish. Yeah, um, immediately. Right. Yeah. But it's getting there, you know, and as mm-hmm. I always say to people, it's like, okay, you know, you start with the AI and then end with I like it's, you're always going to have to have that personal touch um, on Love the back that. end. So, yeah. So that's, that's, uh, that's my first one. All right. Ways to uh, make videos faster using AI. Number two, what do you got, Diana?
1: I would say make sure you have a competent workflow before you introduce any AI systems, because I think a lot of people think, let me go buy this service, this service, this one that fits in these genres or these categories. And what they don't have is a working model to actually see if you replace that, if it isn't it working better or worse. All you're going off is, is what they said it could do and what it's capable of or will become even more capable of versus how is this in a real world use case when you're on the go? You forgot to do this. How is it actually working for you? Uh, and I think that's what a lot of people forget about. They create all these workflow systems, but are they actually working? So have the human model outlined, ready to go, so that when you find a new service and you find something that you do want to try, then it makes more sense to see where it fits in the puzzle uh, of all the stuff that you're doing. And if it makes sense, then go ahead and replace it.
0: And so if somebody doesn't have a video workflow yet, like at all, are you suggesting to almost ignore AI until you figure out the basics?
1: Uh, no, I would say start making like a list of services that like, and I'm saying like top three, top five, maybe at most. And even that is a lot because it takes time to go through all this stuff. And that's why I said have a working workflow first. So if you don't have that documented, then the first step may be, Getting an SOP and there are uh, tools out there that will allow you to capture what you're doing on a day to day basis. I feel so bad because I literally had the name on the top of my, my tongue and I forgot it. <laughs> but it was, um, it was a tool that we were trying and just to see, test for the accuracy of as you work day to day, how well does it track what you're doing and where you're going? So your time is being tracked without you having to physically do it yourself. Uh, and I know it's going to come to me as soon as we move on to the next one, but <laughs> but that's what it is. And so, um, and it's something that you just set up in the background. It pays attention to the websites and stuff that you're going to. Obviously, yes, you need to give it permissions. Uh, and I'm sure there'll be a ton of tools that do this. But yeah, it's just like, if you look at like an AI time tracking tool and just see which one maybe fits your your workflow better or which one you agree to more, then go with that because and then you can see how well is it working. What I found is these are about these tools are about 80 percent accurate. Mm-hmm. So there's still some gaps that you do need to go and fill in. But if you have a busy day where you do have a bunch of stuff doing that you're that you're doing and you don't know, then do that. If not, then take the manual approach, use something like a toggle track and you actually note what you're doing. So right now my toggle is going because the first thing I need to do is figure out where my time was going so I could figure out where AI makes sense. Like I was saying, like in the yeah. first point here, but, you know, just make sure you figure out where your time is going. Where do you need the most help that you're not maybe paying attention to because you're just so used to brushing it off? So that's what I did. Time tracking AI for sure. I,
0: I love that you brought those up because I've seen those and I haven't played with any of them yet um, where they'll but they will basically help you understand how you're using your time. And especially yeah. for anyone who is, a, a, you know, falls into that solopreneur category where you're doing it all yourself. I'll tell you, the first time I went to hire somebody, I wrote up the process. It was it was a video something. It wasn't my regular YouTube videos. I forget what it was, but it was a video something. And it was like 84 steps. And I asked my wife to look at it. And I'm like, so can you look at this and see if this makes sense? I'm going to hire somebody. This is going to be the SOP, the standard operating procedure. And she looked at that and she goes, you can't pay anyone to do that. That's insanity. That's so many steps. And and it, once I looked at it again, it was kind of like, oh, there is a lot of like extra stuff in there, and some of it is the minutiae, right? If you're giving somebody step by step instructions, it has to be step by step if mm-hmm. you want it done right.
1: Yeah, and I so love it's that. F- it's funny. I'm I'm saying that, and then I just looked at it real quick on my phone. It's called Timely. <laughs> Timely. You want to track your time? Time. Timely. T I. Okay. Uh, time, okay. Time l y. Okay. Perfect. L-Y, yeah all right ways to make videos faster
0: using ai number three um consider changing how you make your videos to take advantage of some of the awesome tools so my favorite tool is descript by far um and if you want to see all the reasons i actually put up a blog specifically about this if you go to why descript like why should you use descript whydescript.com mm-hmm. you can see these mm-hmm. but it is um it does so many things so well And it's actually changed the way that I do things because of that. So for example, um, I used to try and record all of my Facebook and Instagram reels in one take. I would just memorize Mm -hmm. the content, you know, it's 30 to 60 seconds. And then I would just try and do it so that when I was done, I could trim off the front and the back if I even needed to do that and not Mm -hmm. edit anything else. But Descript has made it so fast to just chop out the sections and make jump cuts that I don't even bother memorizing my script anymore. If I have an idea and kind of you know I know my formula I know what my hook's going to be and stuff like that I'll just look at the camera record a piece look back at my notes if I have any look again and it's so much faster that way because I'm spending less time sort of practicing and learning it um so that's one thing that I've changed with that and then the other thing was um I never used to do B roll in anything because I was worried about licensing and and oh, I got to find this video clip and and stuff like that and Diana you make much more beautiful videos than I do with you know some of this stuff but With Descript, it was the same thing now where there's a Mm built-in video library and you literally just drag it on top of the part you want and it's just there. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, even for the, like the video podcast of this show has B-roll in it. And the only reason is because (laughs) Descript was there. So, you know, it's not something you want to jump into right away. I still fully agree with what Diana said, which is like, figure out your workflow for videos first, then figure out how you can save time incorporating uh, different AI tools. Once you find out about these, you may actually change the way and save time doing it simply because some of these tools exist. And that has been yeah. a, a big, big shift for me. So, super smart. Right. Um Ways to make videos faster using AI. We're on number four, Diana.
1: I would definitely say, so this one is just using regular old chat GPT. Uh, and so what I would say, I would say recommend you start a conversation, look at your things that you're starting as conversations. So once you're doing something, let's say it's emails. Uh, I absolutely abhor emails. I hate them. And so that's so why you're so your assistant to do those for you. But sometimes getting repeatable stuff is frustrating or you got to feel like y'all are starting starting over. So once you get a success, you hit success with getting a reply back from chat GPT the way that you want to. What I recommend is kind of twofold, which is number one, save this to your standard app. Uh, operating procedures or your SOPs of your your existing workflow. If you don't have SOPs, this is your note to go ahead and start making them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number two, to add to that, ask ChatGPT what the ideal prompt is so to get this kind of result that you did for whatever the work was so that you get duplicatable uh, results. Because for a lot of these tools that I'm finding out there, sometimes It honestly just is better to to use ChatGPT because it's more flexible, it's not within a container per se, but getting that duplicatable results in that way for it to respond and be on brand for you, ask it, how can I enter in, what would I need to enter into you for you to give me this kind of reply anytime I ask for help with an email doing X, Y, and Z, give me the prompt and it'll say exactly what you need to say, paste that into your company SOP.
0: And so you sort of have a repeatable copy and paste thing. So you can, in other words, if if you need to tell it who your target audience is, who your ideal mm-hmm. customer is, what their pain points are, you have something you put in the top of almost everything that you ask for or for a specific type of video, for example.
1: Yeah. So do you, you're not having to always start over and you're honestly just redoing a bunch of stuff that you already figured out once before. And like Google Docs is perfect for this, you know, creating a folder. And just knowing that when it comes to emails and this is what we need for asking specifics for brand, if you're before you work with them to have those conversations, this is what we need, blah, 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 blah. Have that stuff already together. So you're, you're, it's copy and paste. So the human interaction aspect of it is already done. The systems aspect now is what you're filling in. And so I'm a big systems and efficiency person. So that's Mm -hmm. why I'm like, how can I stop spending 40 minutes in chat GPT to get the same thing? Every day, you know, so yeah. create that prompt for yourself and make it a template.
0: Well, and I love the prompt that you mentioned, like you know, ask Chat GPT how to get the result you want from Chat GPT. You know, yep. and and we all use different software tools, and some of them have great support, and some of them have terrible support. But yep. uh, Chat GPT has its own support kind of built in, like how do mm-hmm. I do this? And it'll usually tell you, yeah. you know, depending on on uh, whatever it might be. So, all right, ways to make videos faster using. Number five. Um, this is also a chat GPT option uh, that I've started using and it's really, really helpful um, is to use chat GPT to add examples and stories and personality to your videos. Now, mm-hmm. I didn't always consider myself a creative person. In fact, my wife was the is the super creative one, and I was sort of the logical one. when we used to host a, a radio show together, she'd say, "How about we do this?" And I'd go, all right, and here's how we'll do it without getting arrested or or fined or you know whatever it might be. I do believe creativity is a muscle. And so I feel like I'm a relatively creative person now, but sometimes we're just fried, right? We just, there's Mm -hmm. nothing left. And for all of your video content, examples and stories can always spice it up and make it so much more consumable. Uh, Your watch time will go up and more memorable later. So especially for short form video, where they might actually remember, it was you that made that 28 second video, you know, three swipes later on TikTok or whatever it might be. And so Mm -hmm. to give you an example, um, I don't mean, I've seen a lot of people say, you know, yeah, I put my script into chat GPT and then I ask chat GPT to make it, make it funny. And then I'm funny. (laughs) You know, you still, (laughs) you still want your script to be you. And, uh, you know, and on the humor side if you can't deliver, you know, comedy right anyway, because somebody else wrote it, it's probably not going to play up. What I mean is asking it for specific examples. So like I was recently brainstorming for, um, a client who is a parenting coach. Mm -hmm. And we were sort of trying to, you know, talk about the transition of going from having your kids fighting to having your kids not fighting or not fighting as much. Mm -hmm. And so I put into chat GPT, um, how would, uh, what are some fun ways that parents might celebrate if their kids hadn't fought for a whole week or something Mm -hmm. like that? And so it generated a list of like 10 things that parents might do to celebrate if their mm-hmm. kids. And it wasn't about celebrating like with the kids, like you did so good. It's like, how might the parents celebrate, you know, behind closed doors? Mm-hmm. And one of the ideas that came up was make a trophy <laughs> to give to themselves, like a, a cheesy trophy or something. And I was like, yeah, well, I don't know about a cheesy trophy. But then through the conversation, it turned out to the trophy would become a bottle of wine. Like, look what we did. Our kids didn't yeah. fight for, you know, for a whole <laughs> right.
1: week. Yeah, And
0: so, but it all came from, you know, that moment we said, hey, what are some fun ways that parents might celebrate if they were, you know, if they were able to parent away, their kids didn't fight for a mm-hmm. whole week. And yeah. it's amazing where your brain can go sometimes if it just has a little nudge of creativity from another source. And yeah. so that is uh, one of my favorite things to do now, is just ask for a story or an example or something like that to enhance the content in your videos. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that the, you know this is about speeding up the process of video making. And this is an additional step, unless you compare it, to sitting there when you're creatively fried and trying to come up with an idea on your own. You know, this took two minutes versus I could have spent a half hour trying to come yes. up with something good separately. Yes. So, all right. Yeah. Ways to make videos faster using AI, number six. Uh, what do you got, Diana?
1: Yes. So uh, this one, I'll, I'll tell you what the tool is in a second, but this one comes because a lot of entrepreneurs were testing and trying a bunch of stuff. And again, if, you, if you're just working by yourself, then I'm not in... Agreement of wasting anyone's time, especially your own. So be careful of that. And the organization can only move at the speed of the leader. So if you have a team and you're constantly throwing new tools at them to try, you're breaking your systems that did work before AI. So what I recommend is beta test anything of what you're doing so you can have the side-by-side results yourself. Then if you see success, then uh, have your team to test it. Don't interrupt the, the system, ask them to try it maybe once out of every three projects of that thing or once every four times so that you're starting to incrementally introduce things instead of having them a 360 change because what we're finding is, like you said, the chat support or just support in general for some of these tools is not great. So mm-hmm. when you are 100% reliant on a company that started 30 days ago because somebody understood enough to make a landing page of, of a tool and get the subscription money, doesn't mean they know how to fix something when it breaks. So when you completely rely on these new tools, which I'm not saying they're they're bad or anything, it's just like your system breaks. Now you don't even have an up-to-date human workflow, which goes back to point number one. So beta test it. You first, then your team. Then once you figure out if if it works or not, go ahead and update it. And what we did this with is our podcast. And so like you said, the scripts we have elements that use the script and stuff like that. But um, in the planning phase or in the production phase, that written side of stuff, we started using a tool called Clarity Scribe, which is by Ray Edwards. And so this is his like pastor framework. This is his brain, his copywriting brain, all those elements that make sense for marketing, not just something that sounds good, but it actually is true copywriting stuff. We As start, the
0: psychology built in.
1: Yes. So yeah. we're not reliant on Chat GPT and what it is doing a culmination of stuff versus like no, I. I need it specific. So when it comes to that written side, we start using ClarityScribe for like the podcast because we can put in like what the description should be. It'll give you the show notes. It'll give you uh, like endless captions. So a bunch of social media posts with emojis and stuff. It has like over 10 voice styles that you can fit to either fit the mood of what you're saying or if it one fits more to your brand aesthetic. And so like you said before, something that would just take like 40 minutes now becomes five minutes. So now that stuff that what makes sense and what doesn't, we can just do that uh, in Clarity Scribe. So we've been doing that. So it's like I trusted it and tried it myself, gave access to my team. It's like we both like it. This is working. Let's replace uh, the thing that we were doing before, which is just waiting on me in between my schedule to now let's let's go ahead and do it uh, and use the tool. So that's what I recommend. Beta test yourself, then your team and then introduce the thing and roll it out slowly.
0: Two things I love about what you just said. One, because there are new tools coming out all the time, we have to have some kind of boundaries, right? We can't just say, mm-hmm. "Oh, I saw a Facebook ad for this or or I was listening to the show and somebody mentioned this and so I got to go put that in, you know, right now." And so it's good to kind of have that in there and you know nobody's business is going to fall apart because you waited a month to try out a new tool, you know, that yeah. came out. It's it's okay. And then the other thing you said, you know, he's like some of these companies were literally started, you know, 30 days ago. I mean, this is like the you know, the American gold rush. It's like, oh, oh my gosh, God. AI, we've got to make our AI tools and this is here and mm-hmm. we're going to, we're all going to make millions of dollars. And, and I've signed up for some of these and I can't even upload a video, for example, on the first page and I contact support and three weeks have gone by before I've heard anything mm-hmm. back. And yep. so that's, that, that's a really important thing. And that's one of the main reasons not to d- dive into something when you don't have time for it because you might just end up wasting that kind of time there. So, 100%. yeah, really, really well put. All right. So our question of the week is from Esther, and it is related to video. And And uh, she said, what is the minimum number of videos I need to make for me to successfully market my business? And obviously, this could go a lot of different places. But uh, Diana, why don't you chime in on Esther's question first?
1: Uh, to be very transparent uh, and honest with you, Esther, I would highly recommend you change the language of it. And it's not the minimum that you need. It's figure out what is required. And are you willing to say yes to that or no to that? And then just be done with it if you're not. Uh, Because sometimes what we find is like some people say, well, yeah, just do once a week or you can do once a month and just put it in a thing. If that is not what your ideal target audience needs, is looking for desires, all you're doing is setting yourself up for more frustration, money wasted on stuff to get everything right. And then it not work. And you're like, oh, those people lied to me. They stole my money about this coaching stuff or whatever Mm -hmm. for YouTube and it didn't work because they're trying to give you something to give you more comfort instead of just telling you the truth. This is what actually, so figure out what is actually required, not the minimum. The minimum barely gets, I I don't know if, to be honest, I don't know if anything is like, oh, the minimum that you only need to do is like, no. It it doesn't work that way. So figure out what is truly required for whatever that level of success is that you're trying to have. Like if you know you need 300 leads per month, In order for you to get the 15 or 20 clients that you need per month, in order for you to get one or two superstar clients per month, like whatever those numbers are, it may have a requirement that's more than you're willing to commit to. So accept yes or no if you're willing to do that or not. And that's the way because it's like giving you and saying just once per week or at least post two to three to four times per day on social is going to do it if it's not going to work for the goals that you have. That's what what it depends on.
0: Yeah, I I love that you said that cuz I'm going to say something different but it, it's it's my advice is much better prefaced by what you said first. <laughs> so the uh you know the people are often looking for the minimums. We do this with uh with you know with with exercise, with working out, mm-hmm. like how many times do I have to work out a week to be in shape or to live longer or to lose weight or whatever it might be. And so, you know, with social media I always talk about um, you know, I'll give people kind of a minimum with that, but it is mm-hmm. like you said, you either decide this is important to your business and do it or decide it's not. Mm-hmm. And so in the social media space, there's a lot of people where they're doing, you know, what I call the get it off my plate minimum. And it's kind well, of like, there's, it's off my plate. You know, I, I've I had a, a, my really good friend, John years ago, when I first started specializing in this, he's like, can you just take care of my social media for $99 a month or something like that? And I was like, no problem. You send me $99 a month. And I will do nothing and you'll get the same results as if you paid somebody else $99 a month, right? You're just not Mm. going to get anything of quality for that. Mm. But I do think hope is important. And so what I'll say with this, Esther, is just with myself as an example, You know, YouTube is a platform where you don't have to keep pumping out um, content like you do on TikTok, uh, where it's just constant. So like on YouTube, Mm -hmm. I started my channel and I said, I'm going to do it for one year, no matter what. And I almost quit a bunch of times because it was really slow in the beginning. But mm-hmm. I put out one good video a week. I batch them. I would record three months of videos in a single day because um, was, I was working full time and two young kids and needed a quiet house. I mean, it was the only way I could do it. But it worked, and I got my first client from YouTube without even looking for clients. It was a hobby. At seventeen mm-hmm. subscribers, and then six months later, I had a, a hundred, and then a month after that, a thousand, and then a year later, ten thousand. And so, uh, you know, a good one good piece of content, a, you know, a week can do that on the right platforms, but it still takes time. And I really yeah. would circle back to what Diana said is it's either important to you or not. And and, mm-hmm. and if you have bigger numbers like that, like I had no goals, um, I it wasn't like, okay, now I've got to pay the mortgage. And I need this many clients. I was just like, let's see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. And it took time, but it's gotten to the point now where I'm coming up on uh, six years later with my YouTube channel where now it, you know, is doing it regularly, you know, it's bringing in leads regularly, but you're not going to yeah. get that in the beginning.
1: Yeah. 100%. Cause I, I, the thing I hate to see is people dump a bunch of money into buying programs, buying services, buying gear and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, it's like, it, you like you said, it's if you're going to do one good quality video per week, you, you said that you did a lot of work before you got to the publish, the, bup, you know, publish button and stuff. Yeah. And those are a lot of other co- commitments to get to that, that thing. And it's like, I, I don't know if everybody, that has not entered into content creation and you're hitting publish on your content, do they really understand all of the things? So when you said like, I I quit, almost quit a bunch of times, amen brother, because, (laughs) you know, it's so many times you're like, good Lord, it takes forever to get to this one video per week, kind of a thing, but you see what's required uh, with it. So I just, you know, I think that's brilliant advice to know what are you getting yourself into? Are you going to commit to this? You said one year, one year. And and for sure, I'm doing it for that. So I, it's brilliant. Brilliant.
0: Well, it's the same thing with this show. You know, the six ways. This is our fifth episode. And I'm committed to uh, one year. And we'll mm. see, you know, and see. And I've got bigger visions mm. and lots of things that can happen with it. You know, we we're, we do the live recording with the audience like we're doing right now. And mm-hmm. then there's a video and audio podcast that comes out later, uh, you know, of the same content and all these different things. And but I when I started, it was like, I'm going to commit to a year because I won't know for at least for six months if it's doing anything yeah. um, impactful. So um, if smart, you want more it, help. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, I was just going to say the only thing up to that is that people set like 30, 60 days and see if it's going to work or not. And be like what works in 30 to 60 days, you know, minus some ibuprofen or something. But, you know, it's like. I, yeah. I digress.
0: <laughs> in content marketing. Yeah, it's not that's not enough. That's not yeah. enough time for sure. So um Diana has a great video planning guide. If you want to grab it, you can go to one dot slash video planning guide. Note the two G's from planning and guide uh, when you're typing that. So one right com slash video planning guide. Uh, and then one right video, the name of her book, the one right video, which uh, if I wasn't traveling in Japan right now, I'd hold up because I got it and I read it and it's full of all kinds Fear of not. Uh, really good stuff. Ah, <laughs> there you go. Of course, Always got one on the of <laughs> There you go. That's perfect. Um, All right. Next week on the show, Jen Herman, Instagram expert, is going to be joining me. We're going to talk about six ways to make better Instagram reels. If you want any of the links or to connect with Diana, check the show notes out for this episode of the podcast at the slash the number five. Some really great tips were shared today. And so remember, we all do better when we all do better. So take a second right now, think about who you know that might benefit from this and make sure to send it to them or tag them. And uh Diana, thank you for being on the show. Let's recap the six ways here uh, really quick. Um, I went first. So my first one was playing your content in a way that's easy for AI to cut up. So sometimes if you are writing, almost like you would write a, a term paper in college where you've got specific sections or a list like this show is, um, AI tools sometimes are better at finding that and turning it into mm. other stuff. Um, Second thing was, as you discover AI tools and it, that they're effective, um, consider changing how you make your videos to take advantage of those tools. I no longer memorize my Instagram Reel scripts because the tool Descript can chop them together so fast, no matter how many times I mess up. And then three, use ChatGPT to uh, ask for examples and stories that you can put into your videos. It can add a lot of creativity while still keeping
1: it in your brand voice. And then, uh, Diana, a quick recap of your ways. Yep, definitely. So number one is make sure you have a working workflow before you introduce and start implementing any AI tools, uh, because it makes sense to know that what you're doing is actually already successful instead of blaming the tool, switching subscriptions. And then now you're, you know, 100, 200 bucks out playing around this game. But the human system was never set in stone to begin with. (laughs) So number two is create prompt templates and then save those uh, working templates that work for you once you get success with chat gpt in a conversation start thinking of your prompts that you're entering as conversations with chat gpt and then ask chat gpt to give you what's the ideal prompt to use so that you can get results like this uh, when you have problems with x it'll tell you exactly what to do take that exact what it tells you paste that into your standard operating procedure and if you don't have standard operating procedures whether you're working with a team or you're just doing everything yourself, you need SOPs. So start creating them. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Ask Chat GP to give you an outline on how to do that. <laughs> uh, and then the third one, do not immediately introduce and start throwing a bunch of tools and recommendations to your team for them to use and figure out if it works and then fix your business with the AI tool. It doesn't work like that. The organization can only move at the speed of the leader. And if the leader is the bottleneck, nothing is moving. So be careful of what you throw at them and that you're wondering why your videos are now late and stuff's falling behind because you're introducing too many learning curves with just equal a circle. So make sure you beta test something first, see if it works, give your team access with like one password or last pass or something and let them play around with it. Uh, and maybe, you know, every one to four times you see if the tool works and start to roll that out slowly and let them beta test it before you make it the go to thing for how you do your business and work. So much good stuff in there. Diana, thank you so much for
0: being on the show today. I appreciate it. My pleasure. It was always fun to be here.
1: The Six Ways is recorded every Friday before a live online audience. To join us for the live backstage pre-party and the after show Q&A, find all of the upcoming shows at thesixways.com. And remember to take action on something you heard today and let us know how it goes.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's episode and don't forget to sign up at dailysocialmediatips.com to get the same powerful tips and strategies that thousands of other entrepreneurs enjoy receiving direct to their inbox each day for free. Just the first couple emails you get have completely transformed the way some business owners look at their social media marketing. Want to see how? Sign up now at dailysocialmediatips.com and we'll see you in the next episode.